T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tyler Bass will try a 44-yard field goal to tie. The wind at his back. The snap is good. The ball put down. The kick is Ooh. up. And no good. Wide right. Wide right. The Bills kicker missed a field goal. Wide right. Man, Kevin Harlan nailed that. Just a gut punch yeah, to Bills fans. I, I feel bad for that kicker, though. Like, I, I don't feel bad for a whole lot of people, but people are, people are ignorant. And could you imagine – the hate mail and, and the certain things that are going on that he's receiving today. Well, and then think about it. Like the Bills' history, what their closest they ever were to the Super Bowl was wide right, right? Yeah. Scott Norwood in the Super Bowl against the Giants in 1991, and now they have a chance again to at least you know get to a title game, and there it is, wide right. That game was incredible. 215-592-9494. lot to get to. Your phone calls here. Sirianni, are you okay with the idea of him coming back with two new coordinators? I'm not. And the Jalen Hurts situation here. Do you believe that Jalen Hurts' regression is the reason Sirianni might stay here? I mean, I, I think it's impacted things a lot. A lot of stories out there today. Joe San Liquido and Ralph Facchiano. Some quotes here quickly. Jalen Hurts, quote, changed. Words like detached, stoic, isolated, unapproachable here. Your reaction to these Hurts stories as they continue to roll in. But the games this weekend, Hugh, they were really good. I mean, Really, really good. So the one that turned into a route was the first game. But even that was 10-10 at the half. So some quick takeaways from these games. It was a beatdown after one. Oh, after the half, it was a beatdown. The Ravens' defense is Salty. incredible. The Ravens actually remind me a lot of last year's Eagles. Salty. Really good pass rush. Good secondary. You can't throw the ball on them. Mobile quarterback. It's all just – It's it just feels like it's their year in the AFC. So Salty. They are a – I mean, they're the favorite, and they should be. Uh, Saturday night, the 49ers sh- should have lost that game. I mean, the Packers had them on Saturday on the night. On into that pick. Man. Mm. Oh, man. I know for a fact, and I was tweeting that, I was like, yeah, my Packers are out there balling. People were looking at me like, er? You're Packers. Yeah. And I was like, I listen, y'all, I know I can't be the only one that's rooting hard. That's the Eagles fans for the Green Bay Packers. Was rooting hard for them. And now I will be rooting for the Lions come up on hard. Sunday. Oh, yeah. I mean, rooting hard We're for all the rooting Lions. against the 49ers. We are. And and Brock Purdy on, on – um, Saturday night was not very he, good. Like he was for leaking three quarters. Oh, he a little stunk. bit. He stunk. No, Don't I, sugarcoat it. He's not. He was not good for three quarters, but he did lead a drive to win the game. That, that he did. I mean, he he had a drive to win the game late. To to otherwise they would have lost. Fair. Brock Purdy didn't lead the six drive. or seven on the drive. I, I, so what? If you, I'm looking at the box, the the play by play, the box score right here. Let's say Brock Purdy pass short left. Oh, Christian McCaffrey up the middle. 
Brock Purdy, pass short middle. Brock Purdy, pass short middle. Oh, Brock Purdy, pass short left. I mean, I could go on here. The guy just dumps it off to his weapons and they make things happen. He largely stunk the entire game. He was not good, man. I Brock Purdy's not good. Till the end. Till the end. But even that, you got to lead the drive. You have to yeah, make the throws. The he I mean, did that, but he was bad I mean, for most real. of that um, game. I actually, I, I mean, Kyle's been hating on Purdy the whole season. We'll just get real I with this guy. I thought the Packers lost that game in the first quarter, though. They should have been up 14 nothing. They should, yeah. And yeah. Be, mainly because Brock Purdy was awful. Well, he was throwing the ball to them, but like they, yeah. they turned two possessions deep in uh, 49ers territory into only three mm-hmm. points. Like yeah, that should gotta, have been. You gotta, yeah, you got to score. Yeah, and that's why, I mean, the, the 49ers are going to get to 24 with their eyes closed. You got to get above that to beat them. Yesterday afternoon, the Lions, Hugh, as they continue to be the story of this postseason. Got a little bit away from what they were, were do, did normally. Like, they didn't run the ball well in the first half. But then they got back to it. Yeah, they got back to it, man. But that that was the tale of, like, like I've been saying forever, man. As much as we like analytics and to throw the ball all over the schoolyard and everything else, bottom line is, that, during this time of the year, you want to you wanna be able to run the ball, man. Run The, the run game salted away. A whole it kills a whole lot of time, and you make those DBs make business decisions when they're back there. I actually think that's the Lions' path to beating the Niners this weekend. The, the, the Niners are susceptible decisions. to run the run yeah. game. You can yeah. run on them, and you saw that against the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, man, with the with the combination of the quarterback making plays outside of that last one when he threw that pick, and that run game, they they have the recipe for success. And then you talk about the running backs that that uh, the Detroit Lions have. They got they can't they can't let the game get away from them and get away from the running game like they did this weekend. Can't. I mean, no. I think they can. I think they have a real chance to beat the Niners. They got to run the football. And then, of course, last night, Hugh, it was a classic. It every time these two teams play, it feels like it goes down to the last play of the game. And 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 your boy whew. always on the short end of the stick, Allen. Yeah, Buffalo fans at this point, man. I mean, when you talk about the history of Buffalo fans, they they have to be mentally and physically just spent with some of the years that they've had. Because it, it was set up for them. This was supposed to be their year. It was set up for them like that, man. You talk about the way that you – the tell of two teams. You look at our team and the way we, we collapsed down the stretch and the way that they got stronger. And to go out there and lose the game in the fashion that they, they lost it in – that has to be tough for Buffalo Bills. Well, it always is. And and Mahomes just could t- I mean, this is the greatest start to a career we've ever seen a quarterback have. He, you know, Brady had the longevity, and that's why he's the GOAT. But this is – it is – so Mahomes has been a starter for six years, and this will be his sixth AFC championship game. It, it is just remarkable, that guy. First road playoff game, he was almost perfect. They didn't punt for like three hours in that game. He just kept making big play after big play. When he runs, no one could tackle him. Like when he chooses to run – Pa- it's Patrick Mahomes' league, Hugh, and everyone else is, is just fighting yeah, for second place. Yeah, i tell you what, especially when you talk about the way, like, the way that it all came together for him. You know, when you talk about the, the, the tight end for them, Travis not really being a huge factor down the stretch for them, having some drop balls and people making jokes about him being, uh, having wooden hands <laughs> and everything, and the fact that the girl that he's dating has probably been his demise for him to have the big ga- big game that he he had yesterday that was huge for them. Yeah, and, it, and look, they're the new Patriots. They're the dynasty. They're the one that no one can beat. And and even though they're underdogs this, this coming weekend, it's it's very hard to bet against Mahomes and Andy Reid. Andy Andy Reid, by the way, six consecutive AFC Championship games now with the Chiefs. Remarkable, remarkable stuff. All right, one one last thing I thought about from last night, and then we'll go back to the phone lines on all things hurts and. 
Sirianni. So, Hugh, what do you think of the rule? We saw it last night in the, the game where the McCole Hardman right, was trying to score and he gets tackled and the ball pops out, he fumbles, and it goes through the end zone so it's a touchback. Mm-hmm. Every time that rule happens, it like plays itself out, people lose their, lose mind. their mind. I like the rule. Yeah, if it's, if it's a touch, yeah, I saw that, and and that was a momentum swinger right there. That's when you thought it was about to get bad. Yep, I don't have a problem with it. I like the rule. I I don't even know what else you would do. Everyone that wants to change the rule, I've never heard a real like. What else would you do? You can't advance the ball on offense through a fumble. If you fumble it through the end zone, what are you supposed to do? Put it back on the yard line? Played it down tackled? over. Played it down. No, you definitely no. can't do that. It that's too catered toward the offense. Everything yeah. is already so catered toward the offense yeah. that like can't the defense get. A benefit when something like this happens. Well, I you always know, think too if if you change if you if you didn't have that rule, wouldn't every player as they're running to the end zone at about the yes. two yard line just almost throw the ball right. over? That's yeah, the one they spot. They get it, get it, get it there. Yeah, yeah. That's the only spot in the field that you can like reach over and and the play's over when you do. Yeah. reach over. That's the only spot in the field. Do you notice what I noticed though? I think the majority sentiment about this rule has changed like this year. Like back when Justin Jefferson did it in Week Two against mm. the Eagles. I think the majority of people are like, this is the dumbest rule in football, and now it's become the popular thing to love this rule. Well, I think it does add excitement to the game. Like, that replay that was awesome. The most dramatic part of that game, besides the field goal miss, was waiting for the replay to come back. To see what they night. were going to come back yeah. with. Yeah. Because yeah. That, that was going to swing the game, whatever happened there on that play. But the Chiefs move on, the Ravens move on, Lions and 49ers. They're our final four in the NFL. 2 one 94 it's how you hop board. Let's go back to the phone lines here. Will is in Mays Landing. What's up, Will? Yo, what's up, Joe? Hugh. Hey, Will. What's going on, man? Hey, uh, I just wanted to call and remind you guys, I think I was the first person this year to call right. Wentz Watch on Hertz. And, uh, Congratulations. Would you like what, – what, what flavor cookies would you like? Listen, it, it, it's not a good I, – I don't enjoy any part of it, but uh, – Obviously, you do. But I believe – Everybody called me crazy, and and uh, so you, you feel know, vindicated. Me feel crazy. So you feel vindicated. No, well, in a way, yeah, but because and, it and like me I feel said, crazy. what, what I kind of what I kind was... of cookies would you like? Then? Will, what kind of cookies would you like? It's not <laughs> easy being a trailblazer. Sometimes you see things before anyone else. You should be proud. I mean, it, obviously, none of well, us listen, want it to be true, but you 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 know, sometimes you see things for other people do. It's all right. Well, listen, Joe, you saw it with Wentz before anybody else did, and oh, so uh, I, I called nice. you crazy. I hated on you for it. And, uh, you know, it's just really unfortunate. And I think it's just insane that it's or it feels like it's happening again. And that's like, yeah, well, that's the part that hurts that like we uh, I don't mean that as a pun, like we're doing it again. Like of, of all, you know, this happens in the NFL, right? You pay a quarterback and then whatever reason, it just goes bad. But. The, the odds of it happening twice to the same franchise within a five-year span feels impo- almost cr- like it's crazy. Insane. Yeah. I, I, I need an explanation. I need, I need it answered. We can't drag something like this out three years and not fix it. Like, it just can't happen again. Well, this, is, this, is, this isn't over. I mean, this, is, this is No, I know, I know. It's early. It's early. And, and, I get it. I'm going to order you Ed, Joe, because, Joe, you didn't get your cookies when you called the the. the oh, no, I got yelled at. I didn't get yeah. cookies. No, we'll, I get get some, we'll get both of y'all some cookies <laughs> because you guys had the, the you know, the wherewithal to see, see this coming before it even got there. Appreciate both of you guys. I don't think it's well, there yet, though, man. I, I I mean, there are signs that, and I understand, like, I, I wasn't here when the whole Wentz thing went down, and I understand that there's a lot of people traumatized by that. 
but I I don't see that as being I don't see that as being the case yet. I'm willing to give this young man an offseason to try to try to course correct because I I believe he's more of the guy that was at Alabama and and the hard worker than he was the guy that this year. He was in a rarefied situation this year where he blew up overnight. He was on the cover of all these different magazines and everything. So I'm willing to give him grace in this situation. But you co- if he comes back and we have the kind of same kind of season that we had last year, well, this year that just that just passed, then will I give I will buy you those cookies because you were correct. Well, I won't I won't be in the mood for cookies. I won't have an appetite. <laughs> You know what, Will? I won't either. Yeah, maybe that's why no one gave me cookies over the Wentz thing. Will, we appreciate the phone call. Here's the thing that, that's puzzling to me about the Hurt stuff. And if you missed it, you know, story by Joe San Liquido. And listen, we didn't buy what he said last time. Let's not do that again, everyone. Let's, let's respect the reporting. Uh, in an article today, Bleeding Green Nation, quote, change. That's the word people have used to describe Jalen Hurts. And then these four words used by sources to describe Hurts. Detached, stoic, isolated, unapproachable. That last one gives me real Russell Wilson Seahawks vibes, the unapproachable one. Mm-hmm. What, what I don't understand is I can, I can explain away the way he played this year. His knee was bothering him. Yeah. I think he's probably heading for offseason knee surgery. Like a mobile quarterback who doesn't feel physically right, it could change everything. Like you yeah. could, you know, we saw it with uh, Lamar, right? Lamar has had years like that. Cam used to have years like that. He, it's the personality stuff that I don't get because, like you said it earlier, y- you were – Sold a different version of Jalen Hurts as a teammate, as a person. Like that's yeah, that's, that's the part that don't line up for me. That man. bothers me. I, I he had a down year as a player. He could get that back, right? Have knee surgery, come back, feel better next year, and I think he'll play better. It's the teammate stuff like that. I, that bothers me. Yeah, and and if that is the case, then you have to figure out a way to win that locker room back, man. I mean, if if that's if if there's any truth to any of that, you have to find a way to win that locker room back. And and I think part of that is. Maybe you had to be here in the offseason with the guys or figure out or, or have one of those sessions that the quarterbacks usually have where they, they go off on a sesh with the receivers, do something to try to build that relationship back up with the teammates. But And I'll tell you this, too. It might be one of those things where it's just a simple fix that, hey, man, my bad, I was, I was acting funny, and, you know, I, we, we, we got to make a run next year. That's, that's a simple phone call. And the one thing that I do feel like I know about – NFL players, and I think it still holds true, even though I ain't played in a while. That if guys feel like you're bought all in, they'll they'll forgive you, because they know that the only way we're going to get to where we're going is if you we are all on the same page, and so they're going to be in lockstep with the quarterback. And this is a, that's why I feel like this is an easy fix. Our Twitter question sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your evaluation. PI Dental Center. Dot com. A couple polls out there at WIP Midday Show. If Nick Sirianni returns with two new coordinators, is that okay with you? 66% continue to wave the white flag here in Philadelphia and just say yes, like Hugh Douglas is saying yes on that. <laughs> I feel attacked. I'm just saying you're waving the white flag. It's, it's, that's all it is. I mean, I'm just, just conceding the inevitable, Joe. Yeah, I don't, this I, ain't about, like, this don't look like it's about to change, man. It doesn't. It seems like we're getting the coach back with two new coordinators to prop him up. It's That's week- what's going to happen. It's weekend at Knicks. I mean, it's weekend at Bernie's here with the head coach. Who, you know, he's dead man walking on the sideline, and we're propping him up with coordinators. The other one today, and this one is interesting, as the reports come out about Hurts, specifically over at Bleeding Green Nations, Jose and Laquito wrote a piece um, about Joe and Hurts. Do you, Kyle threw this poll up. How about this? these results? Do you believe the report that Joe and Hurts' teammates believe he's, quote, changed? 
50% on yes, 50% on no. I mean, come on. And I am literally in the twilight zone. We've I've done this. I've We've done this show before. Because there's a different quarterback, different year, different coach. 50% don't buy it. What do you make of that? I think that people are trying to believe what they – like, I think a lot of people that are 50-50 with this, they're trying not believe – they're trying not to believe that this is the same road that they went down a few years ago. They don't want to, they don't want to relive that reality. It's almost like the lightning can't strike twice. Yes, the thing. They, they don't want to believe it. Now – Going into this season, I, I knew that there was a chance that there could be a little bit of brand newness, you know, because you just got a $255 million. That's a lot of money. And you have a lot of people tugging at you. And you have to find a way to, you know, balance all of your newfound fame and the time that you took to, to get it out the mud, if you will. Because the one thing that I heard about Jalen was that he was a hard-working offseason. Now, with the schedule that he had and all the, the, the media stuff that he was doing, it's safe to say that he probably didn't work as hard as he did the year before, before he got the money. Now it's on him to get back to what he once was. And another thing, he has to be brutally honest with himself and ask himself, hey, what did I do differently that the outcome for me was different than what I'm accustomed to? Because if, if I still believe that, somewhere in deep inside that he is a guy that his core values have remained intact. He still wants to win, win a Super Bowl. He still wants to go and be one of the better quarterbacks or the best quarterback in the NFL. So now you have to have a tough conversation with yourself. Did I do everything in my power to be the best quarterback I could have potentially been? And if that says, did I listen to my coach or if I, I went renegade, then you, you have to be honest with yourself about that. Kyle, do you sense the Rocky Three analogy to this uh, Eagle season in Jalen Hurts? He, he feels like Rocky in Rocky Three when he gets the robot and he's living in the nice house and he's wearing the nice clothes. He got brand new. And then Mick is telling him, you don't want to fight Clubber Lang, and that was the 49ers. And they just, des- they destroyed him. I, I mean, yeah, I'm all for a good Rocky analogy. I guess we have to we have to hope that he gets his Rocky Four and the rebirth and Drago. So is Drago going to be the, the Cowboys next year? We're gonna. We have to find our Drago. It could be the rise Cowboys. From the ashes yeah. I mean, everybody he, gonna be your Drago, like everybody you come in contact with. Because the the verdict, like going into this season, the verdict's still gonna be out on you whether or not you're soft. Like that's the first. Whomever we get as a defense coordinator, that's the first battle that you're gonna have to fight. Is this team is soft? Well, I hope someone's honest with them. Whoever the coach is, like this is the perception of you guys around the league. You're soft. We got to fix that, and maybe Ron Rivera is the kind of guy that could do that. Two one five five nine two nine four nine for Rob in Delco. Hey, Rob. Joe, here. What's up, boys? What's up, man? What's up, Rob? Yo, Joe, you gonna honor my my, my victory in the, in the fantasy football league? Am I gonna get my hour on prime time? Oh, uh, we'll get you in the studio. I mean, we have people in here like twice a week hanging out with us during the show, so we'll, we'll find listen. some time, Rob. We'll get you in the studio. Listen, listen, because you know why you? Because I've been saying what I think that this. Uh, this reporter was listening to me the last couple of weeks. What did I say about my $250 million quarterback, Joe? I don't like the way he's shaking his head sitting mm. there on the bench. Like, listen, you got Baker Mayfield. Maybe maybe he'll because he's making $4 million this year. Don't get me wrong. That would change my life in a second, $4 million. But you know, maybe not after taxes, he ain't getting four. But you know what I'm saying? That, that's like changing money. Yeah, you're you looking about 2.5. That's what I'm thinking after the government, after yeah. Uncle Sam takes his chunk, yeah. you know That's what I mean? I, I can live, I can make that work. I can make that yeah, work. I'll make, yeah, I'll make it work too, you know what I mean? I'll definitely make it work. But look at him. He's walking up and down the sideline, Joe, slapping hands, smacking people on their shoulder pads. 
That's what I want for him. And, and listen, Hugh, this is what I don't get, Hugh. So explain to me, okay? Because I have been nowhere near a professional athlete. You see me, Hugh. You know what I mean? About about five nine, buck sixty, soaking wet. So I want to get your personal opinion before I talk about the coach. Why does he have to learn how to be a leader, Joe? Like, like, like. I, this is what I don't understand, Hugh. Like, shouldn't that just come natural, Joe? Shouldn't they see that already in him? Like, he's got to learn that. That was one of the, that was the one of the things why by how he decided to take him. He said his yep. natural leadership ability. Yep. Like this is why for me I don't get it, Hugh. Yeah, I don't, th- get, it. Th- I, I don't get it either. Because when I you go it. back to draft day and the reason when they were talking about drafting me, didn't he say something about you need me on the team because I can help you win? I'm a dog. I'm a yeah. dog. Okay, yeah. so I need I need you to find that dog again and help fix this team. I need you to fix that for me. Joe, tell that dog to rent Stu, because you know what I mean? The rent Stu, Jalen. Oh, it's overdue it. now. We're, we're adding late charges <laughs> to the rent right now. Listen, and I said this before, this is why I don't want the coach back, because this is inexcusable to me. When you got half the answers to the test, we know we're getting our ass blitzed off week after week after week. Now, we don't know where it's coming from. Like I said, we don't know how it's getting disguised. But we know half the damn answers to the test. Jeffrey, listen to us, Mr. Lord. We know the answers to the and the coach still couldn't fix it. Joe, and he had half the answers. And it falls on him. It falls on him when he sees this isn't getting picked up or this isn't getting corrected week after week after week. And to me, that's enough to get his ass out of here and get me somebody in here. Get me hardballed, Joe. Joe, get him in here, Joe. Pay him whatever you got to Oh, pay. I would love it. Get I mean, here. Rob, that, that's, that is a franchise-altering Let's kind of move. It. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Because I'm sick of this guy, Joe. And week after week, we, we know it's getting – could you imagine – if we played Baltimore or even Kansas City with the way those guys are playing, they would put 50 on our ass. Uh, be, if they played the Ravens tomorrow, they, they, would, be, they could lose the game 40-3. to three. I mean, yeah. it could be that bad. Yeah, it would be pretty bad. Listen, when my nephew was younger, they had like a 15-run rule in baseball. It'd be, they'd have like, to get a mercy rule on us, Joe, we play them. That's yeah, that. no, I, heard, I heard this morning, and, and Rob, appreciate it. Joe and John talked about like if the Eagles played – the five worst teams at football starting now for the next five weeks, what would their record be? And they, they guessed like two and three. Like we, that's how bad they were at the end of the season. They couldn't even beat the bad teams. 215-592-9494. Hit your, all your phone calls coming up the break here. Sirianni and two new coordinators. Are you okay with that setup? And the articles about Jalen Hurts, does it change your view of the Nick Sirianni situation? Does it change how you view of Sirianni if this really was Hurts, his leadership, his decline, was that the biggest issue? And if you're just catching up, we'll get you the quotes from the articles again coming up. 215-592-9494. Plus, some rumors and news about Brian Johnson's future with the Eagles. We'll hit those all coming up next. It is the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215 592 94-94, Sirianni and two new coordinators. We're trending that way. I don't like it. It feels like a Band-Aid. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I know you are. I'm okay with it. Band-Aid on a wound that needs healing here, and that's the head coach <laughs> position. Band-Aid on a gash. Yeah, it's a gash. It is a, a gash. wound. We could be heading there. Of course, all the Jalen Hurts stories that are out there. Fox Sports, Ralph Vacchiano say he and Brian Johnson on the same page, end of the year. But the big one, and if you missed it here, Joe Sanliquito, it is deja vu all over again. This one at Bleeding Green Nation. Uh, wrote a lot uh, about Hertz and what went on this year. Now, the tone of it was, and there even was a line there, he's not Carson. It's not as bad as Carson. Yet, words like changed, sources using the words detached, stoic, isolated, defers to A.J. Brown to be the one that talks also as a player, you know, just on the field stuff, failed to get the ball out fast enough. All the stuff coming out about Hertz now. Yeah, and and the unfortunate thing about it, it to me, is that you – like, going into this season, I always felt like Brian Johnson, oh, he, he's known him for his whole life. He knows how to talk to him. He knows how to get the best out of him. Obviously, he doesn't. Like, there's one or two things that that happen, and this is why I feel like if you're going to move on from Brian Johnson, you, you should, is that either Jalen Hurts was real disrespectful to you or you just didn't care. Mm. Like, that's pro- that's a problem. You didn't care about the outcome. You just let him do what he wanted to do. And and another thing is if my quarterback, like this is how I feel about it, especially if we're supposed to be friends. If I'm telling you, if I'm giving you the blueprint and the formula to have success and you're not doing it, then I'm not protecting you. Like th- that's how I look at it. If if you're if I'm giving you the keys to the to the to the Ferrari, whatever you want to call it, and the keys to success, and you're still out there and you're going renegade. Then guess what? Mm. Next time that I get a chance to talk to folks, they're gonna know exactly what's going on because I'm petty like that. I, I, I'm telling. So I'm telling speaking of the Brian Johnson, thing, according to Derek Gunn, report uh, about 45 minutes ago, all indications from D Gunn are Brian Johnson will not be returning as the Eagles' offensive coordinator. He will land elsewhere in some offensive capacity. You know what the theory is right now out there? Why the Eagles haven't done anything about this? You, the Eagles get a compensation pick if Brian Johnson lands a head coaching job. They get a draft pick. So I think my, my guess is they're waiting for, to see if he gets one of these jobs. I don't think he's going to, but maybe, right? Like he could. Mm-hmm. So they're waiting to see if he gets the job. Then they don't have to fire him, and they get a draft pick. If they just fire him right now, they don't get anything. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 that's a whole lot to do for a draft pick. But well, that, a draft that pick, not, it's worth it to yeah, me. That it's worth it. Yeah, that definitely wouldn't surprise me if some, that was something that Howie would do. Definitely. If I can get a fourth-round pick just to not fire him for a couple days, yeah, of course I would do that. But D-Gun says he's not going to be back here. So it, it, it's all lining up. Sirianni and two new coordinators, and that for me is just not the right way to do this. 215-592-9494. Let's get back to the phone lines here. And then we wanted to play some Lamar's uh, after the game on on Saturday, you know, we're talking about leadership this weekend, watching quarterbacks lead. Lamar certainly did in that game Saturday and what happened at halftime. Bob, 
and Jake it down. Hey, Bob. Bob. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, Bob. Bob. What's up? I have a, I've got a split with you, Joe. I'm 100% with you on the, uh, on the head coach because I get it. You bring him back on his contract, and then he's a lame duck. When the Phillies uh, said they would bring, you know, that Rob was going to come back with the Phillies topper, they gave him another year yep. because they knew he would be a lame duck. Yeah, and the, I, Bob, I, before you go on, they did the same thing, but the opposite way with Girardi. They didn't extend his contract into correct. that season, you know, the, his final two months here. And, and you, know, you remember what we did that whole year, the whole first two months, they got off to a slow start. Every conversation was, when are they going to fire him? Are they going to fire him? Like, he, he, Sirianni could be heading into his Girardi season if they just let it be this way. That's a good way to put it. But on the, on the other issue about Hurts, I've got a problem with the Internet. I guess it's just because I'm an old man. But, you know, I remember players saying that Randall wasn't a good team, teammate. I guess you would remember. You, I remember people saying that, that um, McNabb could be aloof. I, I remember this over and over and over again. So to, to hook these two guys up, I just think it's a disservice to the kid. If somebody writes an article that two or three people have the problem, I just think it's a disservice to all of a sudden make them, make them Carson Wentz. I just don't think that's fair. You know what? You know what it becomes like because I've heard of some of the same things that you've heard, and you know I played with McNabb, and, and there were times where he could be a little aloof. But you know what the biggest difference in all those instances is? is that it never became a distraction for the football team. This is like par for the course, and that's exactly what I'm talking about when I talk about quarterbacks. Now, when we played together, he he came off as a little aloof at times. And and like I said, that's just how quarterbacks are because quarterbacks are treated way different than everybody else on the football team. We are all we're we're all cogs in the machine, you know, and and we're replaceable in a heartbeat. It's a little bit different for the quarterback, and they know that. And and I never held it against Donovan. Donovan, out of all the quarterbacks I've I've played with, and had the pleasure of you know hanging out with, he was by far the absolute best. He really, really was. But with that being said, he there were times when Donovan could be a little aloof and standoffish. Mm. You know, what I mean, but that's that's just that's just how it is. But sometimes it did hurt the team. Randall Randall did hurt the team. Well, Cunningham did hurt the team. Sure, no, no, Bob, and I. The one part of you and I agree with, and I, I think we're just approaching it from different angles. I agree, this isn't a good thing for Hertz. It's not a good thing for the Eagles that this is out there, right? Because that that plants the seed of doubt about him as a leader, about him as a player. Bob, I, we're on the same page here, and Bob, we appreciate the phone call and you listening. Here's what I wonder, though. I always wonder, like, there's always a motive to everything, right? Mm-hmm. Motives operandi. Why are some people within the team, and we don't know who Joe's sources are, just like we didn't last time. Why do they? Why are they talking? They they have a motive, right? They're trying to get through to Hertz. They're they're using the media. They're using a writer to get through to Jalen Hurts, and then yeah. we'll talk about it. and It becomes a big story in the city. I agree with our last caller. It's not. This isn't good for the Eagles that this stuff is out there. But why? Like the people who said these words, they're in quotes. I don't know who they were. They're, you know, they're unnamed in the story. Changed, detached, stoic, isolated, unapproachable. Why does someone want to come forward with those things? Why don't they? No, why? Like, why are why they? Why are they? Because they're trying to get them to change. There it is. Yeah, they're trying to get them to change. Because let me tell you, I, I know for a fact, like, when, when Donovan was playing, there were guys that played offense that that felt some kind of way about Donovan, but they never told him. They never told him. I mean, that's just that's just the nature of the beast. That's just the nature of that position. And you have to you, – you, the thing that coaches have to do 
is try to find that happy medium, especially when you you talk about potentially what position we've put Jalen Hurts in at this point, is to try to marry that criticism about the quarterback and make him not go into a shell. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you hear you you hear stories about how Coach Belichick was extremely hard on Tom Brady, and that helped make Tom Brady, you know, the GOAT in my opinion. Peyton Manning, I would assume it was the same way. Never heard too many stories about him being an, an individual, but he was. They're, they they all are to a certain extent. But there was something inside both of those guys that drove them to 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 want to be the absolute best. Yes. And still know that you can't do it by yourself. I think a lot of times that that's the coming to Jesus moment that quarterbacks have. Now that's why that's another reason why I'm not I'm not I'm not going off the the I'm still sold on Jalen Hurts. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I still believe in Jalen Hurts. I believe that this team could turn it around. But I also believe that you have to have somebody in here that's going to show Jalen Hurts the film and say, "Listen here, man. You see this? What do you think is the wrong? What do you think the matter is? He, I, I don't think he's above reproach in that sense. Where if Shouldn't he be. sees the mistakes that he's made, that he is he is man enough to admit those and correct those. So there's a lot here with the hurt stuff. Um, Kyle, did you pick up on this? I just clicked on the original Santa Liquido article from mm-hmm. the Wentz thing. You know, it's five years to the day the oh, article no. hit. January 21st, 19, and then last night, January 21st, 2024. Wow. Now, the original one, the, the Wentz one, the headline was way stronger on that one because the headline on the Bleeding Green Nation piece today is a closer look at the 2023 Eagles' historic collapse. The headline on the Wentz article five years ago was exclusive. Sources inside Eagles paint Carson Wentz as selfish, uncompromising, and playing favorites. That one was... Just reading both and reading the new one today and then looking back at the old one, the Wentz one was stronger. It, it, yeah. Wentz watch. That's why we're on watch. It's a watch, right? It's like, how did you describe it, Kyle? Like the storm, it's a watch. Yeah, well, it's like a tornado. So Wentz watch, like the conditions are present. Yeah, they're there. Wentz warning is you're staring down the barrel of one. And we're then taking cover, yeah. Wentz NATO. Yeah, Wentz NATO, you better have a, a shelter to get down because it's, it's, it's going to arrive. 2020 was the full Wentz NATO. And he left a lot of destruction in his path that year. Can we hear Lamar Jackson speaking of quarterbacks this weekend and we some with, leadership? We about to go with the quarterback envy now a little bit. Oh, of course. Well, I bet Lamar's going to win the MVP for the Leader second time. Leader envy. Right. Hey, I want that guy. You're going to start looking. We look at all the fits again. Lamar. Fits. So they were down, or it was ten ten at halftime. Um, the Texas uh, yep, punt return to tie it at ten before the half. The Ravens' offense kind of stagnating in the first half. Here's what happened at halftime of that game, according to the quarterback. I did. You did. A lot of cursing at um, halftime. It would be inappropriate if I said right here. <laughs> it would. We wasn't really doing anything, you know, to, to that defense. They was playing great, and that, that offense was playing great as well, but we wasn't doing our job with our unit. In second half, we went to put points on the board, start moving the ball, moving the chains, and start looking like ourselves. So there's Lamar saying he, he, he stepped up and he talked at half. I actually – a part of me feels better hearing him say that, Kyle, because last year Lamar was getting criticized for not playing in a playoff game. Remember that? He didn't even go to the game with the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Lamar grew up this year. Like He went from a good player, um, but you question some stuff about him, to even better, and, and he's, more, I think, more of a leader now. So th- I think that's – like Hurts could – It's growth. He could that, do that's that. That's what I'm saying. It's not the, – the, this story for Jalen Hurts is not over. His book has not been written yet. And that's how you have to look at it. This book has not been written. And these there are a lot of things in here where it said they wish he was more of a leader. That's not saying he isn't a leader, 
more of a leader. They want him to do it more. So he needs to step out. Like, I, I think what we're dealing with right now is Jalen Hurts <clears throat> has to step out of his comfort zone a little bit. And sometimes that takes time. I think he's going to do some soul searching this, this offseason, and he's going to find the happy medium for him. I don't expect all of a sudden, and we shouldn't expect it either, that Jalen Hurts is going to come out next year and be some fiery dude on the sideline where you see him running up and down giving new Rockney speeches and all the other good stuff. I don't think that's going to be the case. But I, I, I do think that we'll see a little bit more emotion out of him because the one thing I, do, I can tell you for a fact that people are going to be doing is looking to see, especially if he gets off to an adverse start, how he responds to that. Mm. And that's going to be the story. Because as we progressed through this season, as, we, as it went on, that's what this story became. We started to hear a little bit more spatteries about how he don't do nothing or he ain't this and, you know, he ain't that. But it was cool. This, this is the problem that I have with the joke. But it was cool when he wasn't doing it. It was cool when he sat on the sideline and was like, oh, he's – oh, hey. He ain't saying a whole lot. He he thinking about the next play. Well, they were winning. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. But now all of a sudden that he loses, we want him to be something that he has. He's he the polar opposite of what he is as a person. He you want him to be the rah rah guy. That takes time, man. That takes comfort, and it also takes believability. Like to have a guy that if he's feeling like that or going through all of that, just to all of a sudden. Start yelling and screaming at somebody. You're looking at him like, oh, man, what the hell are you doing? Why are you yelling and yeah. screaming at well, and, and Listen, it's, it's not easy to change, but sometimes you got to do it, and you got to do it quickly. Warren and Gwyneth Valley, and then we may have some news here on a potential Eagles defensive coordinator that might be off the board already. Warren is up next. What's up, Warren? Hey, Joe. Hey, Hugh. Thanks for taking my call. What's going on, man? Hey, Hugh. What about um, taking Jer- Jalen Hurts under your wing and uh, and helping him out with job. his personality and things? That's not my job. Not my job. My, I got listen. I'm working with Joe over here. I got to get Joe right. He, he's trying to help me first, Warren. <laughs> you you want to keep Sirianni? You want to keep her? So hold, for, hold, for, hold up, hold up, Warren. How many cookies where, will where, it take to where, get you on our side? Hold up, uh, Warren. He works for food, hold so. up, Warren. I feel attacked. And let me be clear. It's not like I I, I just see that I'm reading the tea leaves. He's going to be here, regardless of how I feel about it personally. Nick Sirianni is going to be here. So what I'm doing is what – the only thing I'm doing is getting ahead of this. Like everybody that's complaining about Nick Sirianni that don't want him here, when the season rolls back around, you, I'm just getting ahead of the position that you're going to be in when you find out he's the head coach. Now, I'm just conceding. I'm just conceding the fact that he's gonna be here, dog. Not like I want him to be yeah, here. You might have. You might have to bring cookies for everybody if he's not our coach. Why? He's gonna. He's probably gonna be the you're, coach. You're gonna dog. need a lot of cookies. He's born. He's probably gonna be the coach, though. I mean, I every all the signs are pointing him to being the coach. But that's okay. Y'all want to blame me? I do. And put me in the it's camp no, no, with Sirianni. No, no, that's fine. I got big. I got big shoulders. If this thing goes off the rails next year, <laughs> that's you're, okay. You're getting the brunt that's of it. Okay, I, I'm okay with that. I want a coach that can win games when when and turn the team around when things don't look good. I mean, Andy Reid schooled uh, Sean McVay last night just like uh, uh, we got schooled in the uh, the Super Bowl, and we need a coach that's not getting schooled like we've been. Uh, yeah, I'm Warren. I agree. And, and Andy last night, and good phone call, Andy took McDermott and just slapped him around for, for three hours. I like, I like how you do that, though. You're, you're, like, that's why, that's why, partner, you are the best. <laughs> Like you don't, you don't, you you're just subtle with yours. You're just real subtle. With yours. I I agree with them. Andy had a great game last night. Andy's an unbelievable coach against who? 
McDermott. Oh, okay. Sean. It's Sean M. Right? Sean M. <laughs> That's what we beat last night. So uh, we got some uh, news here on the Eagles and a potential coach that could have been coming here. According to Adam Schefter, who was just a guest on McAfee's show, Ryan Nielsen, who your former teammate for 10 seconds here in 2002. Don't remember. He's not coming here. He's going to go take the Jaguars job with Doug Peterson. Not and, mad at him. Well, here's what I'm mad at. You're not mad I am. Maybe if the Eagles get their act together here, they could get an interview with this guy before he – I mean, seriously. <laughs> t- all right, who's the coach here? You so, just want any, anybody but who we got. No, no, but all right. <laughs> even if they're going to – all right, the part, part of my frustration is if last Tuesday, Wednesday, they had announced Sirianni's back, maybe they could have interviewed Ryan Nielsen before he went ran off to Jacksonville. He ran off to Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, like you – I think it came out last night they were interested in him. Now he's a Jaguar. They didn't even get a chance to interview him. Yeah, I don't think he – like when you talk about the head coaches, or excuse me, the uh, coordinators. Or coordinators that we're talking about, I don't really think he was a huge fan. I don't think he was really a, a legit threatment at that at that position. Well, I think he was the best one available. I'm one thinking less less Boogie, less Frazier been sitting at the crib. He's still available. Ron Rivera not like he's not moving the meter like that. He's mm-hmm. not. Wink still hasn't made a decision on what he wants to do. The Giants, the last time I checked, Joe. They haven't fired they, him yet, have they? No, they've been, but they've been trying to talk to him. Well, no, they want him to quit so they have to pay him. Yeah, they want, they've been trying to talk to him. We're like, ah, I'm cool. All right, well, to say guys, I'm, I'm upset because Ryan Nielsen was near the top of my defensive coordinator big board, which I haven't fully put together yet, but I did like that guy. Uh, did a good job with the Falcons. He was with the Saints with Aaron Glenn, who's done a good job with the Lions. You know, technically, and, and, and as far as offensive coordinator is concerned, you know, technically, Eric Bianami doesn't have a job. I know, I know. I mean, that's a guy. When you saw what he did for, uh, you saw what he did for the for Commodore's offense. So he's another guy. I would not. And he, I wouldn't and be upset he's not about a threat. Him. He's not a legit threat. I mean, to go get a head coaching job anytime soon. Well, based on his history, he's not right. You no, would think he should be, but no one's ever wanted to hire him. All right, so Ryan Nielsen off the board. So of the names that are out there, so you brought up Leslie Frazier. There's Ron Rivera. There's mm-hmm. Wink Martindale. Which one's your, which one's your guy right now? Right now, I would probably have to go with the guy that just, you know, he's kind of fresh in the game. I would probably go Wink first, Les second, and then Ron. I go Ron one right now. Of, of those, because I think he's the best coach of the three. Mm. Mm. Best mm. coach. Who gave us the most fits? Wink. <laughs> yeah, that's because the Eagles couldn't pick up a blitz. No, at the I Wait a second. Wink. Last year we went against Wink. Did, wasn't Wink with the Giants last year? And the Eagles torched him three times. Yeah. No, I'm like, I, I want about Wink, though. I want Wink. I want Wink. <laughs> oh, you want Ron? Ron did You just love blitzes, man. But no, He's that, a big blitz guy. but you could technically say that was Jack Del Rio's defense. You want Jack? Jack no, no I, want, I want Jack nowhere near Jack, here. Jack's a wild dude, Jack's man. cooked. It's Jack, Jack's a wild dude. I think Jack's time as Jack a coordinator would be fun. is over. Jack would be fun in press conferences, though. That He would. Yeah, he would say things that uh, probably would get him in a lot of trouble. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's done that quite a few times last few years. All right, Bella is in South Philly. What's up, Bella? Yo, guys. Hey, hey, Bella. Bella. Uh, listen, I got an Eagles tattoo. I'm trying to figure out how to put a cheese head on it. Oh, wow. So you're, that, you're yeah. that out on this thing. I'm that out. Yeah. I never thought I'd be out. I'm 77 years old, lifetime Eagles fan. I never saw it. This was worse than the 64 Phillies. I am so out. I'm trying to figure out what a head coach is supposed to do. He don't run the offense. He don't run the defense. He certainly doesn't motivate anybody. He doesn't make any adjustments, like when somebody's doing something, do something else. What does that do? You tell me. You're a football player. What is this guy supposed to do? Because he's not doing anything. And as far as Jace, as a, yeah, Jalen, mm-hmm. because Nick was bad doesn't mean Jalen was good. Because Jalen was good doesn't mean Nick was bad. 
It's like the Three Stooges there. <laughs> it definitely Howie is. getting old people, bringing in old people, letting CJ, GJ go, and bringing in old men for the secondary. The whole thing is crazy. I'm like, I'm talking down. I'm disgusted. Coaching is everything. You know, you, you know who Trent Dilfer was won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He was nothing. At Hostetler, he had Bill Parcells, Mark Ripien. Yeah, Joe Gibbs. Yeah, we've seen those. You don't those. need a great – look at Randall. When he was here, Buddy Ryan ruined him. He went to Minnesota, and he was great. Coaching is everything. You only need a serviceable quarterback. So let's keep Jalen. He's good. You don't have to be great. We need a new coach. We can't get back in there with Nick. Well, I love, the, really Bella, can't. the way you framed it. What does he do? I've been asking this question for eight weeks now, what and no one's giving me a straight answer. Bella, we've all had people we've worked with in the past. Where like you, That guy just sits in this desk all day, and you're like, what does he do around here? That's, <laughs> really that's our head coach. Does he what does he do? And it's not good when a boss makes way less than his employee either. It's like, that's not good either, and that's how it is in football, I know. But there's something off about that, too. Yes. The whole thing. I'm just, I'm waiting for for baseball. But answer me: What is a head coach supposed to do? Really? Well, Bella, we'll, we'll discuss it here. Keep motivated. Yeah, motivation. Bella, it's a great phone call. Bella's one of my favorite callers. She just brings brings the heat every time, every single time. The, the best one. She said you were adorable. I for, for thinking. What yeah. was it? Oh, thinking the Eels are going to win. Beat the box. Yeah, it was adorable. I, I wanted to ask, but I didn't want to be. I, you know, in case it was somewhere, you know, I, I just wanted to ask what she what she had a tattoo. The tattoo. Yeah, you didn't want to be inappropriate. I want because because I, I I Bella Bella sounds like she's kind of you know feisty. I didn't want to ask and she gave me an answer that I was not prepared. Or for. you know said that you're yeah you're being rude. To ask yeah that yeah question. I didn't want yeah that too. That, um, that too. Well, she's thinking about getting rid of it for whatever that's worth because she's so upset with the Eagles. I'm thinking it's on her arm, like on her arm. I think that makes sense. Yeah yeah. That, if I had to guess, I, I would guess something like that. As far as what does he do? And what is he supposed to do? The he, leader of men, yeah. of young men. But, okay, so John Harbaugh has this role in Baltimore, right? He's the yes. CEO. He has an offense, a defense coordinator. He, to me, and then I'm just watching it from afar, he sets the game plan, the, the tone for the week. He's the leader of men. He makes the correct decisions in the game. And they believe in him. And Yes, as they should. The guy, I, I think John Harbaugh is two at, wins at, away from the Hall of Fame. And at one point, at one point, Nick Sirianni had the same kind of command in the locker room. And what happened? Don't know. That's the answer. That I. That's the question that I cannot answer at this point. And 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 let me just say this because I, I see that a lot of Eagle fans. I'm sitting here dying, dying on this hill, and people are getting mad at me. I. This is not how I feel. Like I feel like he should be here. He should get a second chance to do this because that's what the Eagles feel. I'm sitting here. I try to be a logical man when I make the decisions that I make and back the people that I back. And logically, it tells me that this is what the Eagles are going to do because they feel like he is still a leader of men and he could get this team right. That's the way I feel. It's not like I just woke up this morning and said, oh, you know what? I just think they're doing Nick Sirianni wrong. No, I don't. I think Nick Sirianni, he's, a, he's culpable in some of the stuff that's happened. But this is the reality of the situation that we're in. Sometimes we don't get everything that we want, and we have to compensate. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah, so we scream and yell about it. Yeah, yeah I, you sc- <laughs> no, you scream and yell about it. I'm I just not sit the there only and one. I'm not no, the only you're one. not the only one, and you're not. You're, I know you're mad about it, but this is what's going to happen, people. I'm more disappointed than I am mad. I'm disappointed in Jeff Flurry if he's going down this path because I I look at him as an owner that is 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 smart and one strategic. of the smartest. On- yeah, definitely, yeah. Definitely. But this feels like a Jerry Jones, and thing. that's why if he decides. 
too, with everything that you're saying, if he decides to keep this man and put some other talent around him, that's why I don't have a problem with it because of the moves that he's made in the past where where, where people question his moves, they worked out for the best. They have. And, and look, Lurie has a great track record of knowing when to move on from a head coach most of the time. Uh, certainly, you know, post Andy, because Andy's had a tremendous amount of success without the Eagles. But, you know, moved on from Chip, it worked out. Moved on from Doug, it pretty much worked out. If he wants to keep Nick, I, I know people will trust him. I just, this, I'm questioning Lurie significantly, and it does feel to me a little Jerry Jones-ish. Keeping a Jason Garrett, keeping a Mike McCarthy, keeping a Wade Phillips. Not being willing to see the reality that you're stuck at head coach and you need to improve. 215-592-9494. We'll continue the phone calls. Final hour. Hurt stuff. Sirianni coming back. Oh, your reaction to all that. Plus, speaking of coordinator candidates, a name we're all very familiar around here is a reportedly looking to make an NFL comeback. You're going to want to hear this name next. It might blow you away. That's next. Midday show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. ESPN Bet is now live in Pennsylvania. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusive and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and the new users get 100 in bonus bets for making any sports books bet. Find your off, find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21-plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.